0: What makes a podcast interview stand out? Well, one of the principles in Communication Queens is to have a polarizing perspective. Now, we do not mean polarizing for the sake of polarizing to be a divisive asshole. That's what's used in politics. We don't need more divisiveness in our world. What I mean, though, is your polarization is a stand that you take for something that is for a belief or a value that some people may disagree with, and that's okay, and this episode was originally recorded on our Crown Yourself podcast. The full episode is available. It's with my dear friend, Sarah Sharkey Harkness, who is the founder of the Lotus Project. Now, Sarah has built and scaled an incredible company, Cattle Dog Digital, and took companies like JB Hi Fi in Australia from 300 million to over 900 million in revenue. They were a RevOps company. She specializes in the combination of abundance theory and tech. And what I love about Sarah's interview and why we pulled out a piece of it for this specific podcast is because I want to give you an example, a demonstration of what it means to have a polarizing perspective that you take a stand for something that may rub some people the wrong way. Coming from Sarah's background, to give you a little bit of history, she had 26 surgeries and was in the hospital for two years. People thought she was going to die as a mother of three children. And yet she still holds this deeply held perspective to be true. And her story backs up her perspective. And there is a belief that I love and that I ascribe to that if she can, I can too. So no matter what any challenge that someone has faced... I hold that belief and listen through that belief system. Now, for some people, this perspective that Sarah will share on this podcast episode is going to rub you the wrong way. If you are stuck in a victim mindset, if you like to be a victim of your circumstances, if you think there's no way you can change, or like you, or if you have my favorite phrase as a coach, Kim, you don't understand those are phrases that will cut you off from the possibility of new perspectives and that those are the phrases that this one polarizing perspective that sarah shares that i deeply hold to be true as well as a coach and as a leader this perspective it is igniting to possibility because it suddenly will make you the creator of your reality Now, if you don't want to be, if you like to be a victim of your circumstances, if you're at the effect side of the equation, and instead of being at cause for your life, at cause for your results, then yeah, it's going to rub you the wrong way. And you know what? As far as Sarah's concerned, that's okay, because maybe that trigger is exactly what you need to illuminate something in you for your growth. This is how podcasting stimulates further growth because there will be podcasts that you will listen to that you may not agree with every single thing somebody is saying. In fact, certain things somebody may say and you'll be like, oh, I'm never listening to that podcast again. And yet, I would challenge you as a coach to let it illuminate what are the things that you need to see within yourself. Because the thing about having a polarizing perspective and sharing that on a podcast and sharing that and having that be a part of your, not only your brand message, but your business's message, your whole ethos of as a speaker and as a leader, the power of that polarizing perspective is that it illuminates something in somebody else to explore. And they say that there's no such thing as bad publicity that all publicity is good publicity so even with haters even when people are like oh I don't like your stuff even people are like I disagree with you they're still paying attention now like I said in the beginning we don't want to foster divisiveness But I would encourage you to listen to this podcast and Sarah's demonstration of how she demonstrates her polarizing perspective that for some would be polarizing. For others, I mean, if you've been a mindset coach or in the personal development space, you're like, yeah, take ownership, of course. Everything's a choice. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a no-brainer. But for some, they're going to have a hard time receiving this, and that's okay. So what are those things? What are those beliefs? What are those deeply held values that you can leverage as your polarizing perspective? I was coaching one business owner in Australia who has this huge speaking business, speaks on massive stages, does like Tony Robbins style events. And I challenged his belief just lovingly as his coach that he could figure anything out. And I poked, I tried to do my best to poke holes in that. But that belief for him was so rock solid, so ironclad, that he believed that no matter what he faced in his life or in his business or in his reality or in his world, he could figure anything out. And I love that belief system. And that's a belief that I was like, you—that that is the belief you lead with. That is a polarizing perspective because so many people will want to live by an excuse of like, I can't figure it out. I can't do anything. I'm like, first of all, it's called a Google search bar. Not to be rude, but just saying. Secondly, find mentors, find people who are doing that which you think is impossible and watch how radically your world transforms. So that is the power of holding that polarizing perspective as a communicator and as a leader is it will ruffle some feathers and it may just light the way to their expansion. It may just be the light that they need, the kind of one-two-FU punch in a way that's like, oh, maybe... Because I'm so triggered, that actually means that I need to have some exploration. What if this is actually true? Like, what if I just tried on this belief? This is also the tactic, the communication strategy that will make your interview memorable. It will make it stand out because in a sea of vanilla, when you throw in some rainbow sprinkles and some nuttiness and some chocolate, that's what the power of the polarizing perspective is that it differs you from every other person in your industry, depending upon the energy and the depth at which you take that stand for that which you say you stand for. And before we dive into the episode, if you're like, oh my God, how do I learn all of these strategies? How do I really leverage my communication in order to make the biggest impact that I can, Then, Queen, I have something for you. We are opening the doors to our Visibility Accelerator, which is a group for podcasters and podcast guests who want to collaborate in aligned mastermind collaboration to be able to get booked on podcasts and practice what it is that they preach and get out there on podcast, sharing their message and their polarizing perspective. So if you feel that's for you, click the link down below in the description. And now let's go to the episode. Welcome to the Communication Queens podcast for the visionary leaders, speakers, service providers, and podcasters who are looking to stand out sharing their story. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, former screenwriter turned master communications coach. On this podcast, I'll be coaching you on how to share your own transformation story so that you increase your visibility, influence, and income on podcast interviews. Let's get your voice heard. Looking at the um, the. The transformation of the identity shift just to to play devil's advocate in in the terms of branding, right? Yes, like to say that suffering a ch- is a choice is yeah. an incredibly polarizing, oh, yeah, market, to be able yeah. to to really declare out loud to, so much so that that many people might want to punch you in the face <laughs> like,
1: probably. and and, and I, that's, that's d- not downplaying this at all, yeah. in fact, bring it on it, it I, and in fact i welcome the 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 i welcome this this is great mm-hmm. this is how we learn and and look um forgive my mm, forthrightness about that but i am qualified to make that statement because um in those moments of pain and it might be physical emotional uh, psychological you know we all have dimensions of us and at any point those dimensions can be attacked from outside inside you know it's, it's a constant constant necessity to alchemize this we get anxiety we get depression we you know we, we have so many facets um, and i often speak with people in my coaching business about um in the abundance coaching business about this because my frustration sometimes internally quietly is i can see you choosing suffering and i don't want you to because i know what's possible when you don't but the the care and compassion is the comp- is 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 actually if we look at it and break this down into an equation in order to transpose or alchemize that suffering if we simply just gave ourselves the internal love care and compassion that we needed to get through that moment of suffering And we allow space for the suffering and, and the suffering isn't the problem itself. It's how we choose to deal with the suffering. It's how we choose to alchemize the suffering. And that's what I mean. In the hospital, I was starting to go, okay, let's experiment with this particular situation and fed through the neck or there was literally one time there was blood on the walls. And I was like, this is, I I took a photo of that one day. I was like, yeah, this is a moment that's like, I don't want to repeat this is, in your face, this is like a murder. This is a, a murder scene. This is horrendous. So, okay, all right. Bad as it gets. And every moment you feel like that, right? Every moment, no matter how small the suffering is, like one of my kids gets mad. I'm like, oh, is this as bad as it gets? And we know we've got data points otherwise. But um, in the moment, it was okay, if this is as bad as it gets, what does the moment need from me? take a breath, how can I just give myself love, care, and compassion in this moment? And it was something that I just started to do. How can I turn this moment not into this moment anymore so that it didn't feel so bad anymore? It just was a way to not feel so bad in the moment. So in those that are coming saying, okay, well, suffering is a choice. Yep. Life is a choice. Love is a choice. Everything's a choice. Every single day you are making an active choice. It just depends on how conscious you are of that choice. So how conscious do you want to be of that moment and this moment? How conscious, how alive do you want to be right now? In the moment. And go and be there. Because right now you have an opportunity. This is a this is a gift. Suffering can be a gift. And for me, I saw my suffering as an opportunity. I just went, okay, wow bring it on. More stories, more data points, more information I can use to create a new version of myself. And I started taking photos. I started actually writing about it. I started posting about it. All right, we're having another surgery. I just started to use it as a story that was something I could then hopefully use to help others see that life wasn't so bad. Because if my life was so, so bad, in that moment, then maybe theirs wasn't gonna be so bad. It was just a data point, right? So I guess the choice is just knowing that you do have a choice and that's freedom. Mm-hmm. You actually have that sovereignty within. I mean, I personally I love your forthrightness
0: and couldn't uh like I completely agree. Like I said, I was playing devil's advocate. And I love in the way and how you share. The the story of your suffering and the experience that as you navigated you navigated to one of the most powerful like you shifted what Tony Robbins says is the the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask and he got that from Richard Bandler who's the founder of NLP and so the the question that you shifted was how can I bring more care love and compassion Mm -hmm. and that tip alone in just how you communicate, because you got such a polarizing topic right there in suffering as a
1: choice. Because I mean, you tell that to to the grieving mother who just lost a child, I like, or people with cancer, stage four cancer. Yeah, and I did. I had this conversation, a friend of mine, uh, at my uh, go and get regular infusions, life force, um, you know, quite regularly, and that's maintenance. And um, and there's a woman there, uh, who has been battling really badly and and I did I did tell her this and some would say that's irresponsible some would give me a hard time and I'm ready for all of that uh, criticism because those that that will say that would not understand but I can tell you right now the messages I got from her shortly later that day I sent them to my team I said guys this is what I'm talking about because I stood and said to her let me be your proof I have already done the suffering that you have, (laughs) that you are going through. Let me, let me be a proof. Lay it at my feet, let it go, and just fight. Now is the time to fight for you because you are more than this. You are so much more than this suffering. And if you just remember that, that you are worthy of more than what you're suffering then that can just see you through to just the next thing. And then all you have to do is not look at the mountain. You just, just the next thing. And then collect your data along the way. Collect your little data points of life and store them in your memory bank of, hang on, we got through that moment so we can get through this moment. We got through that moment so we could get through this moment. And everything starts to bank up. And this woman went from fatigue Like when I saw her, she was so flat, she just was about, you know, she's really about ready to, she's like, all right, I'm ready to surrender to the reality. But part of the mindset shift is no, 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 no. That, that is what they want you to think. So don't do that. Just take that last, is there a little spark of fight left in you? Is what I asked her. Is is there a little spark left of fight in you? Because I can see it. And, and that shifted her a little bit and then I think what's come out of that is now a momentum and now and because she texts me and said thank you so much for what you said and I can you know I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and she was motivated again to fight for herself and really frankly we should all have that much care and love and compassion for ourselves that we fight so hard that even um even when we are at that point of surrender and we don't have a choice anymore you know we're about to go that we're Absolutely happy to do it. Mm. You said,
0: "You said that's what they want you to think."
1: Who is mm-hmm. they? Those people that are probably going to give me a hard time for saying suffering is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> probably the people that are inflicting the suffering mm-hmm. and uh, and and not holding themselves accountable for that or choosing otherwise. But even they are worthy of care, love, and compassion. And I can tell you right now. You know, the most um, troubling people in my life I've been practicing this with and, you know, really honing this, this capability of seeing whether or not I could uh, help bring to life this spark and this in them. And whilst they don't necessarily have all the tools that I have uh, learned along the way, I've given them little snippets enough, just enough uh, to maybe stop them from making choices to inflict more suffering. So it's just a little bit of, you know, love, care, and compassion. And again, that is it. That is really it seems seems so simple, but it actually just is. It is that simple.
0: Woo! How is that for show and not just tell? Now there is so much more to this interview with Sarah Sharkey Harkness. It was a vibe that's the only way I know how to describe it. The energy is palpable, the information is tangible, and the practical tools and tips that she gives are all available when you listen to the full episode on the Crown Yourself Podcast. Click the link below in the description to listen to the full episode beyond this polarizing perspective. I hope that this served as a beautiful demonstration as to how you can better get your non-vanilla message out there in a way that connects with your ideal customers and converts those ideal customers and also lovingly repels those who might not be a fit for your products, services, or your business, because that's the power of the polarizing perspective is that it will draw those people to you and it will repel those who are not a fit for your values that are the kingdom walls for what you're creating in your company. Until next time, let your verse until next time, let your voice be heard. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. For more tips on guest podcasting, storytelling, and communication strategies, follow us on social media at Communication Queens Agency, and visit us at communicationqueens.com. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And in the meantime, remember, your story has the power to save one life. Let your story and your voice be heard.